Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an embarrassment. God, I'm awesome today. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicle. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercing? <laughs> no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. How could I be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. His wishes blow Hey, down. everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail with all the necessary and appropriate backlash. On one side of the table, we have Chump Slap. That stolen lemur bit one of your prostitutes right in the face, and she says she can't go to the hospital because she's tripping balls. <laughs> On the other side of the table, Dr. Scientist. God has no place within these walls, just like facts have no place in organized religion. <laughs> My name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, it wasn't God who gave me this face. It was you setting the timers for three minutes instead of six. <laughs> Welcome to Plotty Time. So this week, for the correction crevice, we got a couple little silly things. Because you guys remember, obviously, last week we talked about Mirror's Edge. Mm, yes, yes. Uh, I thought we who talked could, about who could forget? insurrection, but always. We got our, uh, d- our Glovers confused. Don Glover is from Community and raps as Childish Gambino. Danny Glover is from Lethal Weapon. I said Danny. I thought he did say. Donald. I was like, okay. Yeah, I thought I, I, I just assumed you were right, Papa Scotch. That's our fault for doing that. Yeah. I actually have a note right here that says, you guys were correct, then I ruined it. All right. <laughs> and then I, I corrected you incorrectly. And then the other thing that I believe I was also got wrong, uh, your Oracle, the person who gave you the missions in Mirror's Edge, his name was Merc, yeah. which is short for Mercury. Not mercenary. Oh. That's even dumber, though. I kind of like yeah, it as mercenary. Should have left it. It makes more sense. Yeah. But uh, that's it. That's all we got for the correction, Kravis. Just Although Mercury was a messenger, so maybe I kind of... Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, yeah. Just a couple of mistakes that were totally not my fault. So let's go in... Like every week. ...to our favorite segment of every week. Dr. Scientist, what are you playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? Well, I played absolutely nothing again. Ooh. It's fucking cool, dude. No, nah, it's just I want to play Disco Elysium next, and I want to have more than two hours to start it, and I don't. So I see. Play it in your sleep. Yeah, that would be the best, mm-hmm. but I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a bunch more of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Nice. What season you on now? Eight or nine. Jeez. <laughs> Damn, you're moving. You didn't have two hours to play. But well, I watched, <laughs> like, I watched like an hour and a half every day after work when I'm falling asleep. <laughs> hour and a half. Convenient. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the last one you saw? Oh, man. What was it? I literally just watched it. Or one of the last one of the last ones you saw. Well, I just finished the season where Mac was fat. Oh, nice. I watched the episode where they break into the house to steal a vase like four times because it makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that's so fucking great. <laughs> it's when he's stopping at the drive-thru or something. Yeah, yeah. Where are you, Mac? Make a distraction. Hold on. Yeah, I'd like a big cheeseburger. <laughs> that's fantastic. And they're how, the arguments they have in the closets, and Charlie comes in and then yeah. starts hiding in the closet like, with them. You just walked in the front door? Well, I had a good hustle going. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one. And I, is that the one, the season that ends with the high school reunion? Yeah. And the dance-off? Oh, yeah. That was a good season. Yeah, all of them are, mostly. <laughs> oh, dear breath is dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's every season now, there's a couple that I'm like a little bit more like lukewarm to, mm-hmm. but they're still not bad. Like, I wouldn't say they've ever done a terrible, terrible episode. Yeah. No. Not like The Simpsons. By now, they were rolling out, you know, 10 out of 20 were garbage. <laughs> Whoa, shots fired. Yeah, that was a hot take, well, right? No one's 15, ever said that. Yeah. No one ever said The Simpsons fell off. Fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I know. I'm 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 throwing out hot takes left and right. <laughs> and no one's ever said it. And then I watched this uh, excellent Amazon Prime movie called Monster Island. I saw it pop up. What was that? What's the deal? Uh, is it more of a peninsula? Are we gonna do that joke? <laughs> yes. Is it more like a what? Peninsula. <laughs> 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 I didn't even know that was a joke. But it's not even an island. They're usually they're underwater most of it. But like, I don't know. There's it's just about kaiju and like Asian mythologies and stuff. It's kind of dumb. It, that's not the one where they have to fight, bring resurrect the kaiju to fight the kaiju. Yeah, that is it. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought you saw it when I saw it. I was like, I kind of remember you talking about it, but but it's pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, oh, don't watch it. I also watched this movie called Stowaway, which is new Stowaway. apparently. Okay. Newish. Okay. It has okay. Anna Kendrick in it, which is she the stowaway? No. Didn't think but it's so. that these three people are on a trip to Mars and like a guy gets knocked out. And he's on the- oh, I wanted to watch that. It's all right. It's your typical space. Is it like space madness? No. Oh. That's rude. Uh, it's just like, you know, space problems. Like, oh, we're going to run out of oxygen and stuff with an extra guy. We've got to do this. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. And does it like. The it does do the thing like in video games and movies when it's like oh now this happened oh now this happened and it just kind of keeps going. Well, no, it's all kind of one thing. Mm. Okay, but I mean it's it's one thing that causes a problem that they got to fix. But it was okay. Well, this is the thing I, I always ask people when they tell me a movie that takes place in space. I'm like my first question as always is it better than Event Horizon? Yeah, Ooh, okay. I'm not a, I'm not I'm not a big huge fan of Event Horizon. Is it better? That's more than... of a fantasy than sci-fi. The Cloverfield Paradox. No. Okay. Not much is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and finally, I watched this movie called Shadow Puppets. Shadow Puppets? It had Jolene Blaylock, so I watched it. Okay. It's like these people wake up in a facility, and all their memories are wiped, and they can't remember who they are or what oh, they're doing. Oh, and they're being chased by shadows. Yeah. And there's, well, it's one shadow monster. Hmm. This sounds like you saw this, just chump slap. No, I read the description. <laughs> it's okay. It, yeah, like they they try and figure out who they are and what's happening. Kind of like Cube. Kind of, but I, I don't know if this was better. On par with Cube. All right, that's cool. And who is Jolene Blaylock? Is she, she was to Paul in Star Trek? Oh, okay. Like you know what that means? Uh, just he just said Star Trek, and then I'm like, okay. <laughs> It's like when people say, oh, they were blankety-blank on Game of Thrones. I'm like, oh, okay, that's where they got from. Uh, All right. Blankety-blank isn't a character I saw yet. Not yet. That's like season eight. Like, you got to hang in oh, there, bro. Yeah, he's like a, one of those. Is, wall- it, is it like a a blanket as a ghost? <laughs> it's like Tally. Yeah, or is it like Tally? <laughs> they come with the, uh, the, the, the cold walkers. Yeah, I was trying to think of their names. It's one of the, one of the white freeze walkers? men. White walkers? White walkers, yeah, the freeze men. Yeah. That's what I said. The freeze man. <laughs> Blanky blank. He's he's a hard ass, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all I did. What about you, Papa Scotch? What did you play, watch, see? I don't know. What, anything else you did? Oh, thanks for asking. So uh, I was really busy this week. I went back to playing hockey for two days. So IRL hockey. Yeah, IRL oh, hockey. Chell? <laughs> no, IRL hockey. And I'll tell you what, boy, am I out of shape. <laughs> I was dog shit out there. <laughs> that's what the pandemic will do to you. Yeah, right. I was I was used to like playing a game, and then if someone had tell me after normally after our games, they'd be like, "Do you want to play another game?" I'd be like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." After this, halfway through the first period, I'm like, "Oh my god, is this done yet?" <laughs> oh my god, we have two and a half periods left. One day I did goalie, and one day I did player. 
and they were both exactly like that. I almost threw up in the goalie game. <laughs> all the skating you do. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just the down and up, the down and up, and all that shit's hot, and I wasn't prepared for it. So I started like, uh, and you couldn't take your mask off because of COVID. Oh, yeah. So I would I would take my water bottle that had like a like a chunk of ice in it and just blast it down the front of my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that staved off heat stroke for a bit. You know, you should have drank fun. the water. I did drink. Trust me, I drank some water too. Don't worry about that. Waterboarded himself right through the mask. <laughs> yeah. So after because of that, I didn't get to watch or play too much. I played a little bit of zombies. I believe we threw down. Oh yeah, yeah. We had a good jump set, decent match. Again, I might have been intoxicated while we played. That's the only way to play. Right. And uh, you buy something stupid again. Yes. <laughs> I, I had to think about it. It was a bummer because I I was mad at the game because the only things that work at all in Outbreak are shotguns yeah, past, like, level six. So I was like, well, the only one I don't have is a street sweeper. And then I saw the unlock, and I'm like, well, that's too hard. So I just bought a pack that had the street sweeper Uh, in it. And then it turned out to be complete fucking garbage because it takes a half hour to reload. Yeah. And it's not that powerful either. No, compared to any other shotgun, it's fucking... At least two hit kills. Yeah, it's trash. So I also, although I haven't played much, hopefully I can come back with a better report next week, but I started Resident Evil Village. Oh, yeah? Oh, that came out? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Remember like a week ago? (laughs) (laughs) Nope. It came out recently. It's, I mean, I I haven't played much. I have no opinion on it yet. Mm, Okay. But uh, I mean, it's creepy. It's creepy. It's a classic Resident Evil, or does it feel different? It feels, I mean, it feels like seven, but those two don't feel like anything else. Yeah, all right. I'm, I'm trying to get more, like, I'm not at a stage yet where you get the Resident Evil vibes with, like, the keys and puzzles and stuff. Yeah. I'm just rolling around this destroyed European town right now. Is it just, like, free roam? Right now, I just got past, like, the on-rails intro part that, like, gets you to the area, you know? Yeah, yeah, okay. And now I'm, like, free to walk around this area. I don't know. It's probably, like, classic Resident Evil style. It gives you, like, a a section to play, and then you find all the stuff, you unlock all the doors, and then you move on yeah, to, like, the next you. big area, and then maybe you come back. You know, it's it's Resident Evil shit, you know? Right. So, did you play for 15 minutes? I played it about a half hour. Not very much. Ah, oh, damn. I won't Not even start a game if I only have half an hour. I wouldn't even start for less than two. Fair. And then I guess there are werewolves in this one? I don't know. So we'll I'm sure they're just effed viruses or something. Probably. Man, the lore of that universe is a mess. Is this one connected at all? It's a direct sequel of Seven. It's the same guy from Seven. Oh. Uh, Why the hell did he go to Europe? To not be anywhere near where he was in Seven to escape because... All right, I guess, spoiler, at the end of Seven, you save your... The whole point of Seven is you play as a guy named Ethan. You're trying to get your girlfriend who's been kidnapped by people who were infected with whatever version of the virus is out now. Mm-hmm. And you do at the end of the game, and you rescue her, and you cure her. And then in this one, you have moved to Europe to start a family. And now you've got her and, and a little baby. You just happen to move to a place with a different... So Haunted. well, see, this is this is the thing, and I don't want to get too much into spoilies or anything. How can you, spoil you play thirty minutes? <laughs> well, because Chris Redfield comes back in the beginning, oh. and Ethan's like, "Oh, well, Chris helped me move here and set this all up." Uh huh. He brought the virus. He's a carrier. I get it. They're setting it up 
I mean, I, like I said, I'm very early in the game, but I don't know, spoilers. But they're setting it up so that it looks like Chris is the villain in this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is interesting. But we'll see where it goes. All right. Uh, watched a lot of bullshit. Mm-hmm. I, the, uh, <laughs> I watched a movie I really hated, and I think, Chump Slap, you've talked about this. Uh-oh. Uh, the, the house that Jack built. Yeah. You hated it? I thought it was pretty bad. It was too long, but I mean, it was, it was like, uh, what's the American psycho. It's like unbelievable that he gets away with all this shit. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like a fever dream of some sort, which is kind of how it's played up. But I don't know. I just thought it was super fucking pretentious. Yeah. I'll give you that. (laughs) And then, uh, I I don't want to give that any more time. So I'll talk about. (laughs) The real star this weekend that I watched, Poltergeist 3. What year is that? 88. It's got a uh, pre-Twin Peaks Laura Flynn Boyle in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was a baby in that. <laughs> she was a baby in Twin Peaks. That's yeah, Exactly. And this was three years before, two years before that. Jeez. Something like that. Have you guys ever seen this movie? No. That, no. I don't think I've ever seen the third one. All right. Well, I'm not going to ruin it, but... They had some... It wasn't good. I'll just come out and say it wasn't good. <laughs> I could have told you that. It, yeah, it wasn't a good Poltergeist movie. I think it was like, honestly, oh, two or three rewrites away from being a really good movie. So if they changed the entire movie. If they ripped out the Poltergeist elements, to, not the ghost part, but like the ties to the other movies, because Carol Ann is in it, the little girl. Yeah. But the whole story is that her parents sent her to live with her aunt and uncle in Chicago in this high-rise building, and everything happens within the high-rise. Okay. And, like, the first two movies were so big on, like, family and keeping everyone together, and that's how you beat the poltergeist. And then this one, they're like, yeah, just go fuck off and live with your aunt and uncle. It's fine. The poltergeist won't come back, right? I mean, come on. Yeah, just to get them in the high-rise. Like, it was very... Yeah, okay. It's a dumb setup. But it had some... Honestly, for for a horror movie, it had some scary... Some good jump scares, some good, some good creepy ass moments. All right, still, still not gonna watch it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, it's been thirty five years. I don't think I'll watch it now. I don't. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Maybe, and after, then, I, maybe yeah. after I watch Poltergeist two. <laughs> Poltergeist two, I think might be the might be the worst of them. Really, even worse than three that you hated. I, I oh yeah, I just watched them both recently, and I don't want to watch them again to come up with a real take. <laughs> Fair. So yeah, sure. Yeah. Poltergeist 2 is the worst. Sure. So the only other movie I want to talk about is I watched a movie I haven't seen in years. I watched The Ring. The American version from like O two. Oh, did you make anybody else watch it? Oh. Oh, good one. No. Yeah. Just, just me. You got a couple days. I think it holds up. It's all right. I think it's it's still good, but it's there's some slow moments it, in it. It what mm. it needs is to not be on a VHS. Because who's going to have a VCR now? That's Who had a VCR ten years ago? When did the ring come out? Oh two. We would have been like twenty years ago. Three four years solidly into like DVDs by then. I had a I had a VCR in O two. So there. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, now you don't. We're trying to appeal to like the common man here, Chump Slap. When you have brags like that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, like it, it really, you know, it puts us on a pedestal. And but it's I mean, just... it, it holds up like Seinfeld holds up without fucking cell phones. It's just, I don't know. 
You think if someone loaded it up, like if there's a ring two and they loaded it up to YouTube and then Well it'd kill everybody. But Exactly. <laughs> but I mean like if that happened now, be like, Oh man, you gotta watch this or I'm gonna die. How the fuck am I gonna watch a VHS? It's like, looks That's like a good you're point. Dying, dude. <laughs> That's like the first half of the movie is these high school kids find it like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and they have to like figure out how to decode the it. School doesn't even have images. a way to play it. <laughs> dude, even the forty year old teacher's like, ah, oh, shit, I kind of remember that. <laughs> that was pre laser disc. <laughs> yeah, they're, 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 actually, if their kids found it, the teachers would probably be born in like the late nineties oh, wow. and still not have. Like I, I, my parents used to have one when I was a kid. Jeez. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been like, I'm gonna move into my old place. You know what I need? A fucking VCR. <laughs> Let's go buy one. You know what I mean? Like they were there when we were growing up. Sure. Yeah, I still have VHS tapes. I have a couple lying around. I just bought a couple off eBay. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> they were. Dude, I don't know, man. I went and got my first uh, pandemic shot, and I was waiting there. They made me wait a half hour. So you ordered VHSs? <laughs> That's exactly what I did, yes. Man, doctors should have checked you out. Yeah. That. <laughs> like, I should have been like, um, excuse me, people. Um, I'm having some kind of reaction I can't explain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's only fi- it's only 15 minutes you have to sit there, too. It's not like... Do you want Do you want to hear what the VHS is? <laughs> yes, I do. You- yes, I do. <laughs> no. Too bad. Okay, so stop listening for a sec. <laughs> <laughs> he took his headphones off. <laughs> I, I These nuts. No, they... oh. <laughs> Mother. <laughs> He's still listening. <laughs> so it was a trio of NHL videos I had when I was a little kid from like the early 90s. Oh, really? They're probably still at your parents' house. <laughs> no, because they're... Okay, so there was this one called Pro Hockey Funnies. <laughs> Which, oh my god I, that cannot yes. be real i swear to god it's real pro hockey funnies and now this is what i call hockey <laughs> <laughs> and now for something completely hockey so then uh there was a a moment in the in the video where they were doing like a little video presentation at the all-star game that mm-hmm. year uh-huh. and uh the one guy was a jokester and he put a bunch of uh baby powder in the other dude's blow dryer <laughs> So he went and turned it on. It just fucking went everywhere. So I did that to my sister and got in a lot of trouble. And then my mother was like, where did you find this out? And I said for the video and I never saw it again. Oh, uh, wow. So, so did you ruin the head blow dryer? I ruined the bathroom for sure. There was baby <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. That is awesome. <laughs> it was pretty dope, but man, my parents were pissed. <laughs> They're super pissed that they took the video away. And, you know, that was at the age when you just watch the same shit over and over yeah, and over again yeah. as a kid, you know? So You're going to show it to your mom. Look what I got. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, mom. <laughs> when you stop by our house next week, put a uh, baby powder in her blow dryer. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Do you remember this, mom? She'd be like, what the? you talking about why the fuck did you do this the hell's the matter with you uh i'm sure she doesn't remember that i'm sure Uh. i'll ask her see if she does but uh did i uh, yeah the ring that's the last thing i watched how about you sir chump slap what are you playing watching doing what's going on with you oh well as you said played a little dude zombies played a little multiplayer to unlock the new burst rifle doing that now Cause that's fun. Starburst rifle? I wish. But other than that, watched a couple movies. 
You know how it is. Tell us. Yeah, let's hear about it. Uh, what I watch? <laughs> A couple <laughs> movies. I watch uh, Unstoppable with that train that's running through. Oh, with uh, Chris Pine. Yeah, Denzel. Oh, that. Fu- There's the young guy who doesn't play by the rules, <laughs> and the old guy who doesn't respect him because he's young. Like, I think Jesus. I might have seen it. And then they save the day. Yay. I don't know. I just wrote it down because I didn't have that much to write down. Okay. So I watched that. I watched uh, Autopsy of Jane Doe. I believe scientists talked about yeah, this last yeah, week. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Realized I watched it already, but <laughs> I was like, all right, this is fun. It's a f- cool movie. It's neat. It was good. I really liked it. Yeah. It's worth a watch. If anyone hasn't seen it, go give it a go. But I watched this movie called Slacks. Oh, I thought it was going to be slaps. S-L-A-X-X. <laughs> Is it about pants? Whoa. Oh, it's about pants. <laughs> it's about <laughs> these these jeans that go on a killing rampage in like a a trendy store. You know, they just get... Where the fuck do you find these? <laughs> <laughs> when a possessed pair of jeans begins to kill the staff of a trendy clothing store. That's the one. Yep. Uh, I think I saw it on Shutter, so I watched it. It's not that. I'm guessing good. you didn't cancel Shutter. No, I have till tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's it's okay. But I don't know. They, it took itself there, too seriously. There are a lot of actors who look like they'd work in a trendy clothing store. Yeah, they did a good job of whoever cast that. But they probably went to a pack sun. It wasn't. It was not good. So, <laughs> save yourself the time. Even though it's fun to watch jeans like do a leg lock on someone's neck and then hang them. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, it is in the slap pocket at 87 minutes. Oh, yeah. 77. I thought that would be the slapper of the week, but. It says an hour and 17 minutes. <laughs> 77. I can't do math, apparently. <laughs> what else is new? But uh, the, it was slappy, but not slappy enough. <laughs> Watch this movie called Kill Me Now. I've seen that. It's like a comedy horror with a bunch of friends at a cabin. Maybe I've seen it. It's actually funny. I laughed out loud multiple times. Is it supposed to be funny? Yeah. Okay. Okay, good. Oh, fuck. I can't remember anything about it. (laughs) No, It was funny. I definitely haven't seen it. Never mind. What is it? Just a bunch of friends go to a cabin and... Yeah, drink a ton of beer in peace at a remote cabin in the woods, find their party nearly ruined when they're stalked by a deranged driller killer. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Like in, uh, what was that movie? Sleep, not Sleepaway Camp. Sleepless in Seattle. (laughs) (laughs) Come back to me. Uh, Yeah, but yeah. It's this killer. These kids fuck with him, and then he follows them to a party, and he's like, all right, I'll kill 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 me now. Kill three of them. All right, maybe I'll take six of them with me. (laughs) And then just... I don't know. It's it's funny. Give it a go. I mean, that one would have been slappy too, but we found the slapper of the week. Fingers. Okay, it is about a guy who plays the piano at the airport. 
and he has a magic deck of cards that murders people on command. All right, all right. All right. My guess is it's a bartender who hmm. gets Sur- serves drugs. Burgers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gives drugs the people who try and or drink there, and he takes them back and kills them slowly, kind of like hostile style. No, no. It's about this dude who goes to work one day and he's missing a finger, and his boss realizes that she freaks the fuck out whenever she has sees like a deformity or anything like that. So she realizes she has mental problems. She goes to see a psychiatrist who tells her all this shit to get, and the guy comes to work the next day. He's missing another finger <laughs> and another finger. And you find out there's some crazy dudes. The dude who played uh, the main guy in After Midnight. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. The red hair dude. I don't yeah, know. He had a beard. Is. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. He's paid by the guy who played the dad in The Greasy Strangler <laughs> <laughs> to cut this dude's fingers, fingers off. Just one is this part of the is this part of the extended greasy strangler universe? <laughs> I, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it, he's like cut this guy's fingers off one a day, keep going back to his house. Jeremy Gardner is that guy's name. Yeah, and Michael St. Michael is the other guy. <laughs> he is in this movie, yes. <laughs> he looks familiar as fuck. Also, the movie I was thinking about with the guy with the drill or the drill that kills people is Slumber Party Massacre. Oh, yes. Yes. Which is a classic, but Sorry, I just I'm not putting anything in the crevice. I'm not doing it. Yeah, but it's about this dude who gets his fingers cut off and this lady who has a nervous breakdown and how it all works out for everybody. It's all right. Strange and I liked it. So two slaps up. <laughs> two slaps up. There you have it. Jump slap slapper of the week is fingers. So how about we get into a couple things I've got here for video game news slash stuff. Big news out of this week, and this is probably this has rocked the gaming community at this house. Is it about Stadia? <laughs> no, a new division game is in development. Oh my god. No shit. Uh, actually, well, yes, of course we all knew that Division 3 was gonna happen one day, obviously. But then they threw us a curveball. Yeah. What's the what's curveball? They're coming out with a d- version called Division Heartland, and it's free to play. <gasps> oh, my God. Is it going to be like Warzone? How much do you think you're going to spend on it? All of it. <laughs> <laughs> what I don't understand is when they wrote in the article, they said, we'll be out between 2021 and 2022. Does that just mean the end of the year? It's there, like, There is no time in between those two. That's what I was oh. very confused about. They Unless probably it was a meant- typo. In either 2021 or 2022. But they didn't say that. That's what I'm guessing. It was I was very confused. Because when I hear we'll be out between 2021 and 2022, I think between now and the end of the, the, end year. Of the year. Yeah. But maybe, I don't know. I Reading stuff. There's also, <laughs> including the extended Division universe, the movie that's coming out with Jessica Chastain and Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, yeah. That's a bunch of J's. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I was always more interested in all the side stories that were going on in that universe because the whole, uh, you know, end of the world, end of America apocalypse scenario with a virus, uh, it's it's been done. done it's been death. done IRL. Yeah. I mean, so we don't need more of that. I mean, I'll watch it before I watch the Borderlands movie. Yeah, we'll see. Man, that. Oy. I I mean, hey, I shouldn't be judgmental. It could be great. But 
it's going to be pretty fucking surprising if the new Borderlands movie is great. Yeah. But uh, the other piece of news we got today is that Sony is getting hit with a class action lawsuit <gasps> over their digital store monopoly. What? As reported by Bloomberg, the consumer-led lawsuit accuses Sony Entertainment of America own maintaining a monopoly over the price of digital games because the PlayStation Store is the only place titles are available. So they're saying that, well, there's no other option except to buy digital Sony games at the, the PlayStation Store. So it's a monopoly. There's it, there's no competition. This doesn't even make sense. It makes plenty of sense. I don't know if it's going to do anything. But like can you buy digital Xbox games not on the Xbox Store? That was what I was curious about. Is how does this affect? And how do you get Nintendo games Xbox. other than Nintendo Direct? Does yeah. iPhone have a fucking monopoly because you can only buy shit on their store? Yes, but they're already getting sued. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, yeah, Epic yeah. is suing them, but huh? I don't know. I mean, it's they got hit with a class action lawsuit. It doesn't mean it'll ever have merit, or they may just settle, or whatever. It'll probably so, be dismissed. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? We'll see how it goes. Uh, the last piece of pure bullshit and speculation, which I know you guys love. It's my favorite. Sony and Konami are rumored to be in talks for a PlayStation 5 Castlevania game. I hope it's not 3D. hope it's a side-scroller. Doesn't Nintendo own Castlevania? Konami. Yeah, Konami does. But isn't it a Nintendo product? Like like Super Mario Brothers? I don't think so. Because, I mean, there's been Castlevanias on every other system, too. Yeah, but they were on Nintendo. Mm Mm-hmm. This is speculation. <laughs> yeah, it, it was from the super reliable leaker Catharsis T. Uh, maybe, maybe, who, maybe, it, huh? maybe it is Konami who owns it. I vouch it. for that, dude. Idea. <laughs> yeah. Catharsis. Yeah, we go way back. Apparently, they are saying that uh, because the Netflix show did so well, they're like, maybe people still want to watch Castlevania, so maybe we should talk about a game. But all of that is just rumors at this point. Yeah. Uh, they're well, going to ruin it. Eh, you never know. And you guys said the show was great. It was. Yeah. The show's not a game. Shit ain't shit ain't a game, son. <laughs> All right, fine. Fuck it. It's gonna be trash. I don't I have no horse in this race, guys. Yeah. Fuck it. I Those mean, guys are assholes, right? We hate them. Yeah, I guess. What are we doing? Yeah, sure. Okay, good. Fuck them. <laughs> hey, question. Any news on the stadia? No, not that I saw. What are you talking about? No, nah, I don't know. I was just asking because you you haven't talked about it lately. I was setting you up. I thought you had something uh, good. Oh no. No, no, no. Yeah, I heard it's dumb. Oh! <laughs> but uh, that's all we got for video game news slash. Well, how about instead we get into the game? How does that sound? Yeah, I heard I heard some things about this. Too long. So this week we are talking about the underground comic, aka underground game, aka taking place in the underground. I should have wrote something for this. Metro 2033. It was released March 16th, 2010 for PC and Xbox 360, developed by 4A Games and published by THQ. It is a first-person shooter survival horror written by Dmitry Gukovsky, who wrote the story for the comic, and then it was adapted by Andrew Prokhorov, and Vyacheslav Aristov. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> I, I, I thought I had a good handle on how to pronounce the uh, 
the Japanese names that we are talking about as writers. Yeah. Then they throw the Russian games at me. Wasn't it a book book? It was 90% of the reason I picked it. Oh, yeah. Just to see me fail right now. <laughs> was it a comic book or a real book? Yeah. Fair enough. Carry on. <laughs> I'll just look it up. Was it A or B? Yes. But how about, Dr. Scientist, you start uh, talking about it. How does that sound? Sounds fun, right? Sounds terrible, actually. You like it. No, I want to go home. Oh, it is a novel. Sorry. All right. A graphic novel? So it's just novel. Yeah. I don't know. I have no horse in this race. (laughs) No. No. Uh, Call back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is set in 2033, unsurprisingly. Mm -hmm. 20 years after some kind of big war or whatever. Mm -hmm. Ruins a bunch of places. And uh, this is a story about people who lived in Moscow who retreated to the subways and the metro area to live and escape the radiation. Yeah. It's like one section of Fallout, but a whole game. <laughs> or yeah, all of Fallout. But <laughs> Well, it wasn't. Yeah, I guess they are. They do go up top. So On the rails, Fallout. And it uh, starts out with you play as RTM. I guess you just whatever. It starts out you're going through some tunnels and you escape and everybody's talking about going to the tower and then you this big car drives by and you just get attacked by things and get knocked out by a giant mutant monster. Mm-hmm. And then of course does what we always like and says two days earlier. Ooh, that's a bingo board spot. Eight days earlier. That was two. I couldn't read what that text said. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I couldn't either. It was either eight days or it was three or it was like B days later. I kind of right. just went with the close captioning. All right, fair enough. Well, it was a couple okay. days later. A couple days earlier, earlier. Earlier. Previously on Metro 2033. There we and go. it's you end up in some underground metro area, and there's talk of mutants attacks escalating against your place you live, which is called Exhibition, which is weird because I don't think that's a Russian word. Bad translation. Probably. And a, a man named Hunter shows up, which is also weird because that doesn't seem like a Russian name too much. Hunter. Hunter, oh. <laughs> there we go. Okay, that's much better. And he talks about the mutant attack. You tell him about the mutants and the talk of dark ones attacking, which is weird because... Seems racist. It, you also have no idea what they are. You don't have the mutants are either. But yeah. And that they attacked another post and Hunter goes, well, I'm going to go look into this. I'm going to... I just wrote Hunter goes a hunting. <laughs> he does. Nice. And he, uh, he's like, he gives his gog tags to you and says, if I don't come back by tomorrow... Go all the way to the polis and tell them that the Dark Ones are attacking. Go find Miller. Did he tell you to find Miller there? Yeah. At polis? Yeah, he's like, go find Miller at polis. Show him this. He'll know know you're for real. Nothing happens. You go wake up the next day and Hunter's not back. So you're like, all right, I got to do what I promised to do. (laughs) And I will take this little trip to Riga first on my way to polis to meet Miller. Yeah, it's his only way out of the station. Yeah. Yeah, they said uh, like he volunteered to escort because that was the only way he could get out. Yeah, which is weird. We call it sex work. <laughs> oh, gotcha. But he like he uh, had never the story. I guess said he'd never been outside of this station like his entire life. Well, he was born before the thing, so he obviously was. Yeah, but he's a orphan, and the the big, guy who runs exhibition is yeah. his kind of like stepdad or yeah, like foster father. Or, there you go. Yeah, whatever. Unimportant to the story. Really? <laughs> totally. <laughs> We're building a world here. Because, all right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just, I'm so, just saying, you never talk to this guy. Yeah, yeah. And you, uh, so you head off to Riga. And uh, as you're traveling, there's like this bright light that attacks. I did not see that coming. 
and it kind of knocks <laughs> everybody out except for you and then there's monsters start attacking you and you fend them off and everybody else is shocked that you weren't knocked out because guess what another bingo spot you aren't affected by this oh snap. oh nice nice also, I didn't. They called it a a psychic attack in all the uh, yeah. things yeah. I read. Yeah, but I don't understand. I don't understand. You know, maybe we'll just we'll keep talking. Maybe we'll talk through it, and I just miss something that does happen. No, that, that's often. what they call it. That is what they call it, and kind of makes sense later. I, I, yeah, but if the the question I had, and maybe we'll answer it later, is when you say and call it a psychic attack, the way I I interpret that is that someone's doing it on purpose. Well, yeah. I kind of got that too. You think it was just like its own entity that did this? That's I don't know. I'm still confused about it. Uh, unless it was something hurled by the dark ones at some point. That's what I assume. Uh, yeah, okay. so it was, or it was maybe something from the mutants that they used to. It was like a ball that just keeps bouncing back and forth, and they just threw it out there, and maybe it'll hit somebody. There you go. It's like fuck these people, kick it down the tunnels. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so you make it to Riga, and there's talk of like they cheer to you being immune to and fighting off all the monsters. Yeah. And then this guy's like, Hey, I need help getting to dry station. I could use someone like you come with me. And you're figuring I got to make it to Polis anyway. So I'll go with this random dude named bourbon. Yeah. Like he hears about <laughs> it. You're just drinking this mushroom vodka, which just sounds disgusting. I don't even know if that's a thing. I don't think it can be. How do you ferment the mushroom? Well, I'll tell you what, if someone's going to figure out how to make booze out of a mushroom. <laughs> yeah. Damn straight. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, this guy's name's Bourbon. <laughs> Another hugely Russian name. <laughs> I just love the idea that you go to the station and everyone's like, and you're like, I got to get out of here. And they're like, talk to Bourbon. And you go there and Bourbon's like, yeah, I'll lead you out. It's like, oh, well, that was, it seems easier to travel through this intricate series of tunnels than I thought. Actually, I think that someone overheard him talking at the bar. And then a little kid comes up. He's like, yo, I know this weird yeah. dude. Come Follow talk me. to him, yeah. Give me some money, a.k.a. bullets, yeah. and we'll... Give me uh, one bullet. That's all it takes to kill myself. It's weird that bullets are so much of a currency, and you shoot so many of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, Shit takes so a many. lot of bullets to kill. But you head off with bourbon through the lost tunnels. Oh, Ooh. shit. And along the way, you meet... You have some weird visions of a kind of gangly humanoid figure. The dark ones, I yeah, assume. I assume that are the dark ones, and they kind of vague messages, and then you wake up, and you you make it to a marketplace kind of thing, mm-hmm. which, I, sure. which I guess was Bourbon's goal, or yeah. maybe it was just on the way. Yeah, they had to go through there. But you meet Bourbon's old friend, which it doesn't. And said in Russian, it's really creepy and scary. Yeah. <laughs> You find out he owes everybody at the market yeah. money. <laughs> Somehow yeah, he he should, I don't know everybody. why he wanted to go there or go through there. <laughs> I think it was the only way. But he's like, all right, we can get out of here, but we got to go above ground. <gasps> but no one goes above ground. No, it's you need a gas mask. Yeah, so you get a gas mask and you go up, which kind of annoyed me because the video I watched, the guy kept taking on and off his gas mask. Oh, it was infuriating. It yeah, because like, it, goes by like a, it goes by a timer. Yeah. yeah. It looked annoying. And every time you pick up another one, it adds to that timer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, yeah, very irritating. So you go up and you fight through the ruins, through all the radiation and the mutants, and you finally get to draw, dry station. Finally. Yay. Bourbon is caught by 
I forgot the right who caught him. They just said bandits. I think. Okay, I just he was caught and beat up, and then killed. And then you get saved by a guy named Khan. Yeah, who just drops like out of the fucking fence and yeah, that was weird. He dropped out of the fence. He's like, hey, uh, that wasn't your fault. You go, you want to head out now? Yeah, yeah. Like, who is this guy? Uh, you find out. But uh, he's like, yeah, well, go come with me. And he's apparently going to Cursed, which is another station, I guess, in the metro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a question. I have a problem with this guy. Besides the ghost trains? Yeah. When he's following him, mm-hmm. he's just walking through the tunnels ahead of you. And when you get there, there's spider webs all over. I'm like, how the fuck did he go through that without. He's shorter than you. Okay. <laughs> That's the it. thing? Yeah. That's the thing in this game that bothered you? <laughs> no, it's the thing in this section that bothered me. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair enough. I was like, oh, shit. Is he a ghost? <laughs> Maybe. That was my whole thought. Yeah. So you go through tunnels with some ghost trains and like. Yeah. Especially since you see ghost trains. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And like ghost people. I don't know if this is just accepted part of post-apocalyptic world that there's. So much supernatural stuff, like the psychic attacks and these ghost trains, but I guess it is. I I don't know, because the way Khan was talking, it sounded like he was explaining to you what you were seeing. Yeah, because yeah, he was the only survivor from that battle. This isn't Khan's first rodeo. Yeah. So he was in the actual battle there. He said he was the only survivor, and they're restless spirits now. Yeah, which I guess is just part of the world. Yeah. He's like, if you get hit by that train, you're stuck there forever, dude. Repeating over and over again. So you're also go ahead. I was just gonna say we should uh, we should talk about the factions here because there's yeah they're coming up right now. Yep. Okay, sorry. Go for it then. (laughs) As you're on your way to curse, there's a cave in, so you got to take a detour through the factions, which Papa Scotch so much wants to talk about. So we'll let him do it. He likes talking about Nazis. Yeah, there's favorite (laughs) protagonists. I just. I thought it was interesting that when I first... I never played this game, but I played the sequel, Last Light. So did I. Oh, yeah? Was it good? It was all right. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I mean, it didn't blow my skirt up, but, you know, it was pretty good. <laughs> interesting. Turn of so, phrase. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? So, uh, yeah, I thought it was interesting when I first played this game and I saw that the Nazis were back, and I was like, wait, so this big, huge, apocalyptic nuclear event that happened happened in 2013, and there were still enough Nazis to make a Nazi group? That's ridiculous. Yeah. That could never happen today. (laughs) Man, was I naive. Yeah, the Uh, Fourth Reich. Yeah. That should be a fucking bingo spot, Nazis. Yeah, so as you're going through these detours, your enemies are Nazis, commies, mutants, and dark ones, which now sounds even more racist. And ghosts, yes. not... That does not sound good when you list them and like that. No, it does. Yes, like I think psychic attacks are part of either dark ones or mutants. I'm not sure. Yeah. All right. Fair. Well, it it jacks up and kills a bunch of mutants. Oh, that's true. But then again, who says the mutants are so smart to not kill each other? You know, maybe they just found it and are throwing it around. And most of these mutants are wolves. Well, I think wolves and bears and stuff. Well, yeah, we see a gorilla later. Yeah. But yes. All right. Or or maybe the psychic thing is its own entity. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Because there are ghosts. The book was way better. <laughs> <laughs> so you make your way to the next station, which is run by commies. Mm. I just put reds. I guess they're the same thing. Yeah. Yes. You're you're a red, right? You're a no, Russian. No, you're 
independent. Yeah, you're like just, oh, a, just okay. a person, a civvy. There was like independent cities. There was like Russian controlled areas. There was Nazi controlled areas. There was bandit controlled areas. Yeah, it was silly. But uh, a lot of po- politics going on. You meet up with Andrew the blacksmith, which is like he's like, I can help you get out of here, but you got to dress up in overalls. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happens. It's ridiculous when you say it like that. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to get you a disguise. Put these overalls on. Oh, but the, before before you meet him, Khan tells you, remember, everything relies on you and you alone. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Dude, don't say that. Don't say yeah, that. Yeah. Life exactly is in your hands. <laughs> he told me to repeat it. <laughs> Fucking Khan. So, so you put on your overalls because I guess you're dressing like you're from West Virginia. Oh snap! Nice. And then they they put you in like a I guess some kind of some type of wooden crate with holes in that anybody can see through at any time and put you on a train. Yeah, but it's like under the when you're on the subway, you can't see it because it's oh yeah, it's underneath underneath a little bit. They're like smuggling you through, right? But before yeah. you get onto the tracks, he like picks you up and pass passes yeah, all these people. all these people <laughs> and there's like huge gaps. I thought that too. I was like, how does nobody see him? I guess the overalls help. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> if you didn't have those overalls on, they never would have. They would, they would have seen you in two seconds. His overalls were made of wood. And then I put sneak out on train. <laughs> Nazis versus commies round two. Because yep. people are talking about, I guess they're still talking about World War Two, and then this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're like, did you know the Nazis lost? <laughs> yeah, they lost the last time. Oh, that's so annoying. <sighs> Although it is kind of interesting to see the Russian take on World War Two because, you know, they, oh, were yeah, ju- they were just as important to winning as the United States was. Yeah. If not more. Yeah. True. Well, at least in Europe. But uh, guess what? Your hiding space breaks because there's only two blo- two pieces of wood holding you up. Oh, but thank God it only breaks like a foot before you get to where you're going. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was a lucky break, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what? Lucky break. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that was a joke. I think. Well, what Ivor was reacting to your laugh, the ha ha. That's like Jesus. You know All right. what episode I watched in Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and the one part that makes me laugh so much is when Charlie's mom gets cancer, and he comes <laughs> into the the bar and says it, and Mag or Dennis is like, "Oh, gee, that's 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 bad. Sorry." He's like, "Are you serious, bro?" <laughs> It's like I don't know. I don't yeah, know. How to... I, 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 the cancer thing just doesn't do it for me. <laughs> I, my favorite Dennis moment—not that we're talking about just Dennis moments—but when uh, he's like, "Yeah, but you guys don't like, you guys don't feel stuff, right? Like anymore." <laughs> you don't have feelings. And Max just like Dennis, I have feelings every single day. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> anyway, so you fall off the train. You make some. You go, you head out to where you're going. And you get captured by a bunch of Nazis. Of course. And they're like fucking with you and trying to, they're going to kill you. But a couple of guys sneak up behind him and kill him. Oh my God. This was the coolest part of the video. The double stab move. Yeah. It's definitely uh, Call of Duty-esque. Yeah. I was like, yeah. dude, I want that guy on my team. <laughs> <laughs> Some of those Spetsnaz vibes. Hell yeah. Um, I don't know who it was because you show him the dog tags and you tell him you got to see Miller. And he's like, all right. I'll take you there. Let's take the Nazi trolleys. It was Omen and Pavel. Omen and Pavel, yes. So you take a couple of Nazi trolleys and you fight your some commies on the way there. This is where you're on a turret. Yeah. With Pavel. And you're heading to Black Station. I have Nazis and mutants. You probably fight Nazis and mutants on the way there. Yeah, you're shooting a lot of shit with this yeah. turret. 
then, so is is a is the turret essentially like that strip club gun that just fires the ones out? Yeah, because it's currency, right? Like, and you're just blasting uh, through hundreds of rounds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's like taking a dollar and shooting out fifty cents because you lose the shell and the everything else. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can still pick up part of it, I guess. Fair enough. But it, it does doesn't matter. This is your on rails shooter part for your first person game. Every game has it. Literally on That's rails. another another bingo spot. Turret section. Yep. And uh, this next part will be a spot because it's kind of like a helicopter crash. It's a trolley crash. Yes. We might have a bingo here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay. I, well, at the end, we'll, we'll go over it. <laughs> the guy who's going with you, Pavel, I guess, is yep. the one with you. And he dies. Yep. I put mm. blah, blah, which means people were probably saying a lot of stupid things. It was pretty good because he dies and the car just goes fucking out of control. <laughs> crashes. So you have to go and you... You get a radio warning that Black Station is overrun. You should you got to go help send a radio out to all these people who head up to this place and do it. Right, right. Once again, you have some weird visions. Is this? Right, right go ahead. What do I say? Get to Black Station. Omen will take you to Polis. Yeah, but you have to. Yeah, wait, the radio thing is kind of a. Oh, side this is question. when you run into the children of the underground and help them yeah. stop the mutants. Okay. And you fail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So you have some weird visions along the way, and eventually you make it to Polis. Ah, wow. Jit, finally. The first Russian-named place. I guess it's Russian. It's kind of Latin, but... Right, right. You meet with the council and tell them what uh, Hunter told you. You show them the dog tags. and like, ooh, dog tags. <laughs> They're like, what are you talking about, you fucking psycho? Look at the dog tags. Oh, yep. He's oh, totally guy, legit. Hunter told him. Yeah, he Gotta be true. This chump definitely didn't kill Hunter and take the dog tag, so. <laughs> and just happened to have it and stand here. Yeah. Is this a, was this a silent protagonist I game? I don't think you say he anything. reads all the in-between yeah. notes. Yeah, That's the, it, though. Uh, she, but he doesn't, he like. He doesn't talk to anybody. They actually, like, bring it up once or twice. Yeah. He's like, okay, I guess you're not saying anything. No problem. So the council deliberates and comes back and is like, eh, sorry, we're not going to help Exhibition. You guys suck. What? Which is kind of weird because you your whole point was to get there and get their help, but they won't help. Yeah. You. So this this guy gave me his dog tag for nothing. Yeah. So he he died for nothing. Great. But Miller comes up and is like, I got a, I got a plan we can do without there. There are these secret missile silos. Of course, we can launch right. at the dark ones. But nobody. But I knows don't know where they are or <laughs> how to launch them. So we got to hit up the library because there's a secret storehouse in the library of information. I guess where the so you're underground. I don't know. Oh, this is where you run into the librarian enemies that are like the ghosts in Mario. <laughs> I don't. What? Oh, that's right. Like yeah. you got to look to like, at them right in the eye. It's like exactly the opposite of a normal gorilla. Yeah, that's right. Because I have that down here, like enemies or mutants who leave if you look at them? Question mark. Yeah, who figured that out? Jesus. So, and even then, wouldn't like children be walking through? Like, just look at them. It's fine. Don't even worry about this. It's like, don't move and stare them in the eye. They'll eventually yeah. walk away. So you make it to this library, and you're looking, searching for the secrets of the D6 missiles. Mm -hmm. So you search this library, and you're trying to find a secret room, which sounds like an absolutely terrible mission to do. They're just like, it's in there. And you're like, yeah. well, where? I'm, I, was thinking, I was talking about like an IRL. Like if they sent like, all right. Yeah. Seal Team Six, you got to go to this library and search for a secret room. And then you find it. So yeah, you search all around the library, dodging this huge gorilla mutant thing, and then you find the D six book, which is in a <laughs> drawer labeled D six. 
yeah. on a book that says D6. Fantastic. It was. It's so hidden. We'll never find it. Yeah. It was ridiculous because he's looking through all these other drawers. Yeah, yeah, that kind of annoyed me too. He's like, drawer 444. No. And he keeps pulling shit out and like, nah, chucking it. Like, it'll, it'll say D6 it didn't on even it. Say, yeah, it didn't even say anything <laughs> on the cover. The it'll say D6 on it. That's exactly what he... <laughs> well, I don't know. It was silly. He got out of the library and uh, we're like, all right, let's head to D6. And then you kind of, with a couple... I think you're with Ullman and Miller both. Yep, and, and Boris at, and some other guy. Yeah, there's like a whole group with you here. Yeah, you're at, you kind of like just pass out again and have a vision of the weird gangly. It's probably because he didn't eat. Thing. I didn't see him eat anything this whole time. Mm, there's a lot of t- downtime. Yeah, and he's been drinking mushroom vodka and yeah. not eating. Not good. It's a bad, bad combo, guys. <laughs> but they're they're saying things like we want peace, blah blah blah, and then you wake up and you continue through your tunnels on your way to D six. Which nobody knew existed until you found that book. I know, but that's it's like straight through the tunnels. Yeah. It's, if they just would have tried. <laughs> I guess they didn't want to walk. I guess. Which is crazy because it's been fucking 20 years yeah. since they went underground. Exactly. And then I just, I wrote in my notes, trains and lifts, because you ride a lot of trains and a lot of elevator lifts. Oh, yeah. And Almond's always cracking jokes. I ignored him. That's probably the blah I have written here. <laughs> that's the blah I have <laughs> written here. And you eventually find a computer and like, oh, well, we got to start this computer. It's got info on it. We can't read any of it until we start the reactor. You uh, guys have to go boom. do that. Oh, yeah. Bingo spot. So Not to had- mention power up the elevators is oh yeah on here too. So you, you head down to where the reactor is and there's kind of like organic crap everywhere. Yeah, this was weird. Like little toxic blobs. Yeah. I guess that's what they think would happen with radiation. Yeah, but anyway, you go in the the things shooting stuff at you as you start the reactor, and you start it, and you climb up to the streets, and this is where the game begins. Yep, it's just hang on, guys. We gotta go all the way through it again. Which is funny because <laughs> I must have I must subconsciously have a way of writing notes in my when I do these games because I have beginning, and then I have through tunnels to the tower question mark. And then attacked by mutants. I have it twice. I've written the exact same three <laughs> phrases written right at the beginning and then right here. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, the, this section, yeah. Back to intro battle. So you're heading toward this because you got to – your goal is now that with all the things powered up and the rockets are ready to go, you have to climb the tower and target. Use laser targeting so the missiles know where to go. Yep. So you right? and Miller – and Olman are heading to this tower. You get to the tower, you climb in an elevator, which does not seem like the smartest thing to do. No. Especially it's like, I'm just going to, let's get on top of the elevator and yeah. cut the counterweight. Yeah. <laughs> in this building that's half fallen apart. Yeah. And nothing's been run for 20 years. Where he specifically says, watch where the fuck where you step because we have no idea how. Yeah. Oh my God. Whatever. You, you, so you work your way up the tower. Uh, one of the demon mutants, because there are demon mutants we've got to mention that just fly around. One of them flies in and attacks Miller, bites Miller, whatever. Yep. Not and he's like, "Oh, I'm too hurt. You got to climb this scrap heap alone." Thank God. You know, you know what this reminds me of? Both wouldn't have made it. You, hmm. you probably, I don't. But remember an infamous? I don't remember if it was the first or second one where you had to climb that like scrap tower that one guy made. Oh yes. Jesus! It was so huge. Yeah, this is exactly what this reminds me of. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. I get. It. I feel. I get those vibes. I feel you. So you keep climbing up, 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 and you eventually get to 
the top, I guess, and set the guidance system. And you kind of start hearing voices hallucinating. And it's like, he brings death. He means to destroy us. We have to stop him. Blah, and you kind of like pass out and have his vision. I guess you pass out. Yeah. And then you go to a world that's like fucking... Control. Control. Yeah. That's what I was trying to think. Yeah. And it's kind of like this maze and the dark ones. I guess they're dark ones. Mm -hmm. We can finally confirm they're dark ones. Are like saying cryptic things about you're meaning to kill us, blah, blah, blah. It's like, don't kill us. We're okay. And you end up running away from them in in your vision and uh, it's kind of chasing you. And then you get to a part where you're like, some guy appears to you. I don't know who it is. Is it your stepfather or foster father? I don't know. Or Hunter or somebody's like. I think it's Hunter, really. He's like, if uh, if it's if it's coming after you, kill it. Yeah, because that's exactly what Hunter says when he gives you the shit. That's true. In the beginning. Oh. And he kind of hands you a gun and then you kind of like shoot at the thing and you eventually wake up. If it's hostile, kill it. Yeah, if it's hostile, kill it. And uh, now there's it splits into two endings here depending on what you did through the game on how you try and interacted with the dark ones and stuff. Interesting. I didn't know. Okay. Tell us about it. Oh, really? There's a, there's a good and a bad ending. And the bad ending, I actually think, is the good ending. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> canon ending is... The canon ending is the good ending. Is Well, the good ending is considered the canon ending. Okay. Okay. But you think but the bad, I think the like bad the ending is the ending. better ending. Yes. Yes. All right. We'll do the good one for well, the bad one first. The All bad right. ending is if you like interacted with the dark ones and don't run away from them in your things, you can, mm-hmm. when you wake up, you can shoot the guidance system and not launch the, the rockets at the dark ones. And you're kind of like. Choose to live with them. Yeah. You choose to live with them. And it's kind of like a harmonious thing. And well, I, I mean, hmm. it kind of starts out like he, t- he talks about how. Maybe that uh, we could get along with the dark ones and we'll find out. Yeah, because they were like saying we come in peace and shit the yeah. whole time. But that is considered the bad ending because it's not the canon ending. The canon ending is you blow up all the dark ones. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you sure do. And you shoot the shit out of the one that's trying to save them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one that's kind of talking to you and asking for peace, you shoot right in the face. Wow, they should make a game where you have to play as the dark ones. Same exact game. I really thought that it was going to be you shoot that dark one in the face and then it goes back to like you shooting Miller or somebody like it wasn't That's kind of what I thought too. But yeah. guess that wasn't the case. But uh, yeah, you shoot the missiles at and destroy the dark ones or try to because if you play Last Light, you realize that you didn't kill all of them, and it kind of this leads and into now that. they're pissed off, yeah, because they heard you and they said, "If it's hostile, kill it." Yeah, and now that's their motto. <laughs> Good job, dude. <laughs> I just, I just didn't understand. It's like, oh, the dark ones are at this station. Well, how do we kill the dark ones? I don't know. Blow up the entire fucking area. Let's blow them up. Yeah, and if you look at the map at the end, you do like a whole a circle fucking, around. I know. Yeah, Polis was literally. A mile away from where you started. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on how big the map is. Yeah, but. but you know what I mean. It was so much closer. You just went the long way. Well, that's it. Yeah, that, that's that's the entire game. That's it. That's the game. We did it, guys. We got through it. Okay. I mean, this was the this was the first time we were actually like actively naming bingo spots. I think we got quite a few of them. Well, from what I'm seeing here, I'm going to name off the 18 that we currently have. <laughs> All right. All right, 17, because one's a free space. Obviously, we got the free space. 
So, was there a sack move? No. No. Damn it. Forget it. Stop yeah, there. Forget it. <laughs> all right. All right. We didn't even have next a sack. Time. We'll get him next time, guys. Yeah. Next time. Now, there was uh, sh- the number two shut down or overload the reactor. No. no. We had the opposite. Defend someone hacking the Gibson. No. No. Spider boss. No. no. Surprisingly. There were spiders, but. Yeah. Helo crash. We had a trolley crash. Mm. Which is just like a helo on land. How about just vehicle crash? <laughs> a, a vehicle crash that knocks you out to start the next section or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Work on the words, but you guys get it. And then uh, the next one, we absolutely have turret section. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Broken elevator. Yep. yep. Mirror fight. No. No. Unless you consider the dark one a mirror fight. But. Yeah. In media res. That's the way game started. Exactly. Uh, lost communications. Eh, sort of. Uh, I think nah. that's a maybe. Well, we didn't play through all of it, you know? There is like, a part where you have to such... go and radio somebody. Yeah. But, but nah, I guess not. No, we got the protagonist is immune. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, private military. Mm. No. No. We're not. Yeah, well. Yeah, I guess no one's really affiliated here, but they kind of are. Yeah, it's all just like try to survive type shit, not really military shit. I think that's more about like uh, private military contractors are the bad guys. Yeah, here, yeah. Is, is what we do that for. Or like if Dino Crisis, we are the private military contractors. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. The good guys, right? Yeah. Shit, yeah. We did the protagonist is immune. Uh, lose power, then you need to go restart it. Yeah, that happened. I would say so. That absolutely happened. And then silent protagonist. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Well, he doesn't talk in the. Yeah. His, he reads his diary, but he doesn't talk in the fucking game. And then the new one we put on today, Nazis. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then building crumbles after the final boss. Ah, yeah. uh, no, that didn't happen. happen. So out of the 17 we have listed, we nailed five of them. That wasn't as that much as That could be a bingo if we had a good card. <laughs> if we had the right card, we could have got a bingo there. What out of There's 25 spots with oh, 24 minus the free space. How many hits a bingo, do you think? You only need four. Yeah, technically. So four is a bingo. I'd say maybe like... Well, I'd say six is a bingo, like definite bingo. Mm, I'm sure there are statistical analyses online that we can look at yeah, and figure this out true. if we really wanted to. But how about we just go to our final thoughts instead of doing this bullshit? We'll do a mini soda on bingo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's our next one. On the probabilities of bingo. Someone is done talking about this game, man. Eh? All right. So then let's start with you, Sir Chomp Slap. Oh, me. Uh, I don't have any questions, and I'm tired. So does this video make you want to play it? Did the story blow your skirt up? <laughs> what would you score your skirt? The, the game. Your the skirt. Game. <laughs> How good is this skirt looking? Um, Did it make me want to play it? Kind of did. I mean, it looked good. Like I said in the beginning, it felt like a fallout on rails. I feel like I played it watching a fucking <laughs> three-hour movie. Yeah, I get that. So I wouldn't play this. I hear they're coming out with one for PS5, either a remake or a new one. They did do a remake or a remake for PS4. Maybe they're gonna upgrade. Yeah, that's what it was. They're gonna they might upgrade it for 2022. They released Metro 2033 and then the sequel Last Light like six times on different platforms. <laughs> yeah. So I think yeah, they are making a actual new installment. That might be neat. I might give it a go, but no, nah, I probably won't play this one. Too old. <laughs> it's a story work for me. I'd say the story did work for me. I mean, they don't really go into the background. Maybe they do in the game, but 
not in a video I watched. And that's fine. I like that it just throws you in and it's like, boom, you're fucked. This guy dies. He asks for one favor before he dies and, you know, you have to do it. That is the law. I bet he came back in two days. Like, <laughs> did he go? Did he go? I knew it. I'm, I'm down here so often. I don't remember Sucker. which days are. I can't tell what day it is. But I mean, it did work, but it, it was it was too much put in, like in your way. It didn't make sense. Like there were so many groups in this one little fucking area. But I imagine there's metros all over Moscow. Right. So, what are the other ones like? I don't know. But as like a straight story, like you do this for this guy, I guess it worked, but it didn't make much sense. So, out of 27 stars, which is obviously what we're coming out of here. Of course, of course. I'll give it, I'm going to give it an 11. Okay. Because I I like the character. We're characters. You could tell. Different character, except for the end part where you had like five people with you, like four of them felt like the same yeah. person. <laughs> but other than that, you like you did meet people. There was a kid who saved his life. We didn't even talk about that, but yeah, I I thought I found it decent, and as a big Fallout fan who thought this was Fallout on rails, I thought it was okay. So what? All I, right. What I say, eleven. You said eleven. Eleven, it is. All right. Uh, enough about what I think, because that doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> Papa Scotch. Yes, sir. Would you play the game? <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I didn't want to think of anything. Um, okay. Would you play, Would the, play game? the game? Was the story pretty lame? And what score do you reign in? It was bad. I know. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, doesn't make me want to play the game. Not really, because I played Metro Last Light, and that was, I don't want to say exactly the same. It wasn't exactly the same, but Last Light definitely had you on the surface a lot more often. Okay. This kind of only took you out once or twice. Just overall, I don't think it makes me want to play the game just because there's other underground first-person shooters. And I feel like if I played Last Light, I played this. Yeah, exactly. Um. What was your second question? Is the story lame? Is the story pretty lame? Uh, I thought the story overall was pretty good. The only real issues I have with it is that it feels like this is a compliment to the novels. Obviously, you know, you can't put everything from the novels into the game because it's just that's probably too big. Maybe. Have you read it? <laughs> At least I've read all six original volumes. <laughs> Let's, as long as you guys don't look that up, that's exactly what I did. I heard this was the truest adaptation of a novel ever. I mean, yeah. I think it did the story pretty well, but I think there was. it felt like there was a lot of other stuff going on, a lot of other people's stories in this universe. And they sometimes when they try to do that and adapt this, this huge universe to a game, it's just too much too soon. Mm. And you don't end up really caring about anybody. You're just like, oh, there's Nazis now. Oh, now there's mutants. Oh, now there's the dark ones. Oh, now there's commies and now there's the bandits have their own state and you're just like jesus christ there's too many groups Mm -hmm. but if it were a novel they would have been you know slowly brought in or it would explain what everyone's doing that sort of thing so i think the story was good not great and lost a little bit in the translation from novel to game 
What would I score it? I am going to go ahead and I'm going to give it a... This is tough. Yeah, it was. I'm going to give it a nine, which I may immediately regret. But I I thought the parts that were there were solid. It was a fun action game that, you know, a, that story that put you through. It's just my biggest problem was with the dark ones. I, I mean, maybe they explained what the fuck was going on with that at the end because... And the psychic attacks and the ghosts and the thing, like, they threw it in to be, like, extra layers of the story of the universe, and they just didn't explain any of it. Yeah, but you never fight a dark one. That, well, I guess not. Then how can I blow them up? Exactly. Do they exist? Like, that? yeah, that's, were the dark ones just a whole facade? Is this explained maybe more in the next games? Yeah. So I, I just felt like it wasn't filled out enough for me to, like, really call it a solid, complete performance. I'll give you that. I'll give it a nine. Right. So let's let's roll into the uh, the star of the show here, Doctor Scientist. The scientist. Yeah. Does the game make you want a rocket? <laughs> Does the story fill your pocket? <laughs> fill your pocket. <laughs> what score do you think you'd sock it? Yeah. Would I play it? It's <laughs> not what he said. Uh, I did play Last Light. I don't know. I'm not all into FPSs too much. And it it's very dreary. Mm. So I don't know about that. But did the story work for me? Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much. I mean, more so than the other garbage we've done in the past two months. I'll give you I that. I think that's that's very reasonable, yes. Yeah, this might be the highest score I gave anything. In oh, a long time. Easily, <laughs> easily. Easily. Easily two months probably this will be the highest score. <laughs> I kind of like that you never see the dark ones you interact with. You just know, you just heard stories of them attacking things. Yeah. Oh, my God. They're kind of like boogeymen. I just put it all together. That guy in the beginning was, he was just a dick. <laughs> Hunter? Yeah. He's like, blow up the dark ones if I, yeah, like if, he's if just I don't telling come you. back. He's like warning you about these dark ones, but you're just shooting wolves. Yeah. You never actually you never see one. one. Oh, wow. I do like that you have to kind of make your way to this place through a couple different factions. It's not ideally, but... Yeah, it doesn't make sense, but it... I but mean, it's kind of how I'd actually imagine it would be. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, minus the ghosts and the mutants and the dark ones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know what that radiation does, you know? Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, <enough>. scientist. <laughs> yeah. I realized halfway as I was saying it, I'm walking right into this guy. <laughs> But otherwise, I thought it was pretty good. I, I thought it was a nice twist that the council refused to help you. Yeah, that blew my mind. I did not. <laughs> and they're like, and then you just did like, not see that coming. Where they're like, "Well, good luck." Yeah, and, and it was it was probably just a, a big conspiracy between Miller and Hunter to blow up the dark ones and the, the whole. That's thing. what I'm saying. Because Hunter, they, they were both part of the same like Secret Service thing. Yeah, or whatever it was. Maybe I would say then it would be really. I think it'd be cool if they took that approach in the video game where they're like. There never were dark ones, but then you have all these hallucinations. They kind of play it as if they're definitely. Yeah, are. maybe they're just feeding you LSD with this mushroom fucking vodka. I wish I remembered oh. more of Last Light to remember what the dark ones were, because I'm sure you fight them in the morning. And remember how you're the only one that passes out when you're getting on that fucking trolley. Yeah, and you don't get knocked out by the psychic uh-huh. attacks. Uh huh. So maybe you are a dark one. <gasps> Maybe, but on on the first trolley, everyone gets knocked out, and you wake up. Well, then why is everyone saying you're immune to it? Well, you kind of just 
wake up right away. It's not like you wake yeah. up. Yeah. Okay. So you're not immune. You're just high. You know, maybe you get knocked out like everybody else, but you're just unaffected afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, I don't know. So maybe we are dark ones. I don't know. We'll have to do the second game and find out. Wow. Sweet. <laughs> uh, I also gave it nine stars. I thought it was pretty decent. That's that's above average game. So that's a nine eleven nine nine twenty nine. <laughs> Can't believe you didn't give it an O one. <laughs> it, it was it was too good for that. Nine eleven ten backwards. <gasps> what that gives us a score of twenty nine, which puts it one point under Ratchet and Clank up your arsenal. What? No, that's not how math works. Two points under Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> that's what I thought. That's why I said that. <laughs> there you go. And exactly uh, twenty nine is one point under the score we gave Lifeline at thirty. Really? But it was better than the 25 we gave to Devil May Cry, and it's better than the 24 we gave to A Link to the Past. Seems about right. I don't know. I guess I like this game more than you guys. Should have definitely been above Lifeline, I think. Mm, I really like Lifeline. Or at least equal. But I, I almost. It took me probably a solid two, three minutes to remember what the hell Lifeline was. <laughs> <laughs> it really did. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was space horror. So, whatever. Whatever. Fuck it. Because that's what we gave the game. 29. So how about with that game out of the way, let's move into our favorite segment of the week, which is Dr. Scientist Classic Wrestling Finisher. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Ding, ding. Mean Jane Okerlund. (laughs) Undertaker. (laughs) Well, it's weird that you say that, Papa Scotch. Oh, is it? Yes, because oh. this the finishing move this week is the Tombstone Pile Driver. Boom! Damn! That Papa Scotch nailed it. Has to hurt, dude. I didn't know anything at all associated except for the wrestler's name, which was Undertaker. <laughs> so I just I just said his name. I don't know anything. Good oh yeah, this would definitely fuck somebody up in a street fight. I, it'd be amazing if you could pull it off, though. <laughs> would be. <laughs> oh my god. Well, what is this even like? Can you explain it to us? Um, yes. I mean, almost everybody should know what it is, but... Everyone should know what a pile driver is. Yeah. Anyone who was raised right, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what's a pile driver? Well, you set them up belly-to-belly pile driver, which is like... You flip them around and hold them in front of you. Kind of like belly a standing 69. Yeah, kind of like a standing 69. <laughs> That's, That's exactly. a great description of it. <laughs> so true (laughs) it's exactly what it looks like and then you kind of like drop them on their head as you fall to your knees Mm -hmm. what makes this one different than a regular pile driver regular pile driver is versed like it's ass to face oh a 96 yeah (laughs) okay oh god what was it the tombstone pile driver ladies and gentlemen oh yeah if you don't know what it is we got some links. If you can use it in a street fight, you'll definitely hurt somebody, but props to you for getting them in that position. Oh, you can. Yeah. <laughs> unless you unless you sneak in the standing 69 thing and then do it. <laughs> that would make more sense. Because at least you could argue it was an accident at that point, right? Yeah, right. Because if, if someone's oh, like... Just, my knees got weak. <laughs> it's like that one, the, the one psych episode where Sean and Gus fight and they end up in that position. And he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> He's like, I don't know. He kind of just drops him. (laughs) 
Oh, Christ. All right. Well, there it is. The tombstone pile driver. Standing 69. <laughs> standing 69. <laughs> okay. Let's move in to then our favorite segment of every week, which is Chump Slabs. Would you rather? Okay. Every week, we ask her Chump Slap a 100% guaranteed dope as fuck would you rather question. And he's got to answer it and explain why he said that. So this week, Sir Chump Slap. Bring it. This is a little bit like last week, too, where there's there's really no great answer. Oh, I like these. Would you rather have all songs recorded by Nickelback or all movies starring Owen Wilson? Oh, my God. That's a, really a question? That's not even a question. That's Owen Wilson, 100%. Have them? Like, what do you mean? Has, have them? <laughs> has Owen Wilson been in a bad movie? This, from now yes. on, like someone snaps their fingers... And throughout all of recorded time, every song has been recorded by Nickelback. Yeah, but he's not doing that. I'd rather. I would never. Oh, you mean someone snaps their fingers and all movies have Owen Wilson in them? Yes, all movies star Owen Wilson. Every single one. So he's the lead protagonist in every movie. Yes. What about like Aaron Brockovich? Same. Yeah. He's just, he's in drag. Mm, I'd take it. I'd I'd want to see Owen Wilson. That's easily the best choice, but it'd probably be. Does Nickelback evolve at all? <laughs> <laughs> you know Canadian, how now, no. you know, you're not paying attention. You're going through, I don't know, the grocery store or whatever. And then Nickelback comes on the radio. And you're like, I don't know what song that is, but I know it's Nickelback. Yeah. You're going to feel that every time you hear any song. No ever. way. And everybody else in the world is just going to be like, this is how life is. This is how all our songs sound. Why couldn't sound. you pick a bad actor? I want to see Survivor with Owen Wilson. <laughs> or 127 Hours with Owen Wilson. Hmm. What's the Tom Hanks movie where he's on the, the island? Survivor. No. Castaway. Castaway. That's what Cast I was. Castaway with Owen oh, Wilson. my bad. Cut that. We can't let people know I don't know what that Do you, <laughs> imagine, <laughs> do you imagine him in every single slapper of the week? That'd be awesome. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. Like, he could have picked a bad actor to put in it. I really did not know you guys were such Owen Wilson fans. I would have picked someone else Owen Wilson. if I have known you were o- Owen Wilson Yeah, heads. he's the guy with the... The big nose from Zoolander. Yeah. Yeah. He was awesome in Royal Tenenbaums. And Zoolander. Yeah. And was he in Bottle Rocket? Yeah. The, both Wilsons are in Bottle Rocket. The problem was I was originally going to say Nick Cage, but I figured like that oh was also... Oh, my God. That would be even better. So easier. <laughs> I know. That, I'm trying to make them harder, not easier. I don't know. What, which actor could you have picked that make that hard? Who's a terrible actor? Jamie Kennedy? Oh, my God. No. Uh, That'd be all right. Carrot Top. Rob Schneider. <laughs> oh, that would be a good one. If Rob Schneider was. Let's let's go back and do that again. Rob Schneider or Nickelback? <laughs> yeah. Sure. I guess which I'd one, never watch a movie take? again. <laughs> I, I like music, too. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Can you imagine Nickelback doing, like, The Locust or some type of Smoke on the water? Screen, That'd be so screamo sweet. Screamo shit? Pig Destroyer by Nickelback. Any kind of... Uh, Whitney Houston song. Oh my God, that song from The Bodyguard with <laughs> yeah, Nickelback. Yeah. <laughs> and I, uh, and I, uh, we'll always, always love you. Oh my God, I, uh, yeah, I'd probably kill myself. I will record that entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd have to take the movies. Like, it doesn't matter who. Do how the locomotion did. with me. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Stop. Drop. 
stop. I have become cumbersome. Oh, wait, do they do that? <laughs> that was Seven Mary Three. <laughs> All right, well, let's say uh, someone has a whole list of movies that they already wished were scored by Nickelback. <laughs> Where could they send that email to, Sir Chompslap? You send that shit to plottytime at gmail.com, and I will personally respond to each and every one of you. Perfect. And if, what if they wanted to get to us faster on the socials, louder with, I don't know, memes? Where would they do that, Sir uh, Dr. Doctor Scientist Guy? <laughs> at Plotty Time on Instagram and Twitter, and I can't think of a third app to make fun of this week. Uh, uh, Uber Eats. Yeah. yeah. There you and go. And send us food. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, that does it for us. So get out there. Wait, what am I talking about? You got to go to our YouTube channel. <laughs> didn't forget. To get out there. I I, oof, I forget that more often than I remember these days. But get to YouTube. Follow us there at Plotty Time. Like and subscribe there. It really helps us out. Where else could they even subscribe? To, uh, search up slap. What? Where, can they Where else could they go? Man, they're, they're throwing a whole wrench. In to this. subscribe? Like, I don't know. Fucking... Any place you have podcasts. Wherever you get podcasts. Amazon. You can get us on Amazon, man. You can get us or on... Or you already got this podcast you're listening to. Yeah. I mean, if you're hearing this, you you fucking did it, guy. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're on YouTube, then you got to figure it out. Yeah, but uh, rate and leave comments and shit. Yeah. Leave us some funny comments. I mean, we put the work in. Do your fucking yeah, yeah. part. <laughs> leave a funny comment so one of them tells me about it so I can laugh later. <laughs> I think we really stuck the landing on this one, guys. Yeah. <laughs> if they listen to this far, they deserve it. Yeah. All That's right. So get out there, play some games. Don't trust Dr. Scientist, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Keeping that in. <laughs> <laughs>